Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to Viral a podcast series looking at the spread of COVID-19 as it continues to affect Ireland and the international world in a growing capacity. On today's podcast, we look at the faith of Ireland's 2020 Leaving Cert exams and possibly those for years to come. We are postponing Leaving Certificate examinations to begin in the last week of July or early August, subject to public health advice. Our preference continues to be to give the Leaving Cert students of 2020 the opportunity to sit their exams and complete their secondary school education. One of the lingering questions throughout the duration of this crisis has been what will happen with this year's Leaving Cert students, who in regular circumstances would only be five weeks away from beginning English Paper 1. That clip was Joe McHugh, Minister for Education, speaking three weeks ago about the postponement of this year's Leaving Cert to July 29th. At that stage of this crisis, it looked set in stone that the exams would be carried out then, but as talks have progressed in the weeks since and students' voices have grown louder, this date is looking ever less likely. The concerns mounting around mental health welfare for students and difficulties for creating a safe environment in school buildings during exam times has cast major doubt over when and if the examinations can take place this year. Today, the Department of Education met for the sixth time with a range of stakeholders to discuss whether it is feasible for educators to have a role in grading their own students' work, among other potential workarounds in replacing a written exam this year. On the podcast today, we look at whether there is any way to conduct these examinations in a safe and fair manner, and what this pandemic teaches us about Ireland's approach to the pathway to higher education. We also wanted to look at the Leaving Cert conundrum from the perspective of Ireland's third-level institutes who face an equally difficult challenge in opening as normal once classes resume in September or October, as have been indicated. Cecilia Munro is president of Ballyfermot College of Further Education and she joins us for that chat. First though, Thomas Byrne is Fianna Fáil's education spokesperson and in recent weeks has been the leading voice within the Irish political landscape in calling for an out-and-out cancellation of this year's formal examinations. What I've been harping on about really for the last while has been whether there is public health advice to the Department of Education that has advised them that they can hold the exams on the 29th of July and whether there is public health advice which has advised them as to how to conduct those exams. I've asked for that. I haven't seen it. The Chief Medical Officer, Tony Holland, when questioned about this, says it's a matter for the Department of Education and the government last Friday night when they published the roadmap on reopening Ireland never once mentioned uh, the Leaving Cert but instead said that schools and colleges would return in the autumn. So it begs a lot of questions as to whether this can go ahead and whether the government should have acted like like other jurisdictions and recognised that we are in the middle of a pandemic, that the 
the tables have been turned, that the playing pitch is not level for students now because of uh, what's happened. And we need to we need to level that playing pitch very, very quickly and bring in a fair alternative to the Leaving Cert, which the Minister in Fairness has said he's working on. But I think it's now, it's now time to activate that and relieve the stress on students because I don't think we can underestimate the mental stress uh, on students. And I have to say, in terms of people who've been contacting me, it's very strongly in favour of putting an alternative in place. And there are some people, obviously, who want the Leaving Cert to go ahead and um, maybe arrangements have to be made to suit them, but we're not going to suit everybody either this year, but we must make sure uh, that the situation is as fair as possible to everybody taking part. There are limited alternative options available to the Department of Education, with predictive grading being the most discussed so far. You could have predicted grading based on either the mocks or internal exams without the teacher making a subjective prediction and grade that up based on what the average difference is between the mocks and the leaving cert. And that requires a bit of data gathering from schools, but it can be done. There are other options as well. The predictive grading, if we can do it objectively, is probably the best option. But these require to be worked out by the department. But I think we need to tell students, my view is we need to tell students that the pressure is going to dissipate because that pressure is real. Uh, And I have seen it. I've seen it from parents. I've seen it from students. And, you know, I think anyone that's saying the leaving cert should go ahead should say, this is the public health advice that allows us to do it. And if the department say that, that it can happen, that would be a big step for them. But it doesn't get away from the fact that there's extra term time. It's a 12-month term, effectively, for leaving cert students, which is unprecedented. The other issue as well is that the department has said there should be two weeks of you know, school time before the exams. And that's fair, um, because many of us would have said that some students are disadvantaged by not being in school. So it's a reasonable offer on the face of it. When you drill it down, that might work at five to six hours per subject for a Leaving Cert student. And there are difficulties as well, social distancing in the classroom, um, how many people can be in a class at any one time, etc. So we haven't got the details of that or indeed the public health advice around that either. Schools have tried to implement remote learning where possible. But frankly, many Irish schools and pupils are at a massive disadvantage in doing so because of their socio-economic circumstances. Teachers and parents alike have voiced their concern, stating that the only students who stand to benefit from a break in classroom activity are those who have the financial and physical resources for remote learning as well as a stable family life. Clearly that's a major issue, but there are also some students, rich or poor, who just do better in a school. Uh, rather than learning at home. It's a big undertaking to ask somebody who's never done it before to, to learn uh, things from home. I mean, my own child is in primary school, sixth class, and they're starting to learn about the area of a circle. Um, now, that's not stuff that comes instinctively to anybody, let alone a primary school child. And it's the same with many many areas of uh, of second level. You need instruction. Uh, and that's, look, that's difficult. Um, some schools are doing fantastic. Other schools are trying very hard Um, But it is the case that in other countries, the departments of education have rolled out national e-learning platforms, even where they've cancelled exams. Our government hasn't done that um, and hasn't even looked at it. And that's happened in the north of Ireland. It's happened in the UK and Germany, where governments have actually put in place software to a national standard that schools can work off uh, and give them instruction on it. That is not ideal. But it's better, I think, than what's happening now at the moment is teachers have had to spend a lot of, teachers and students have had to spend a lot of time getting up to speed with, they may have used Teams or, or Classroom before, uh, but now it's, it's 100% of the time being used. And I think that's very, very difficult and that's hugely challenging. As discussions with Fianna Fáil and Fianna Gael continue, the pandemic might give opportunity for Ireland's next government to make drastic changes in how we approach our pathway to third level and higher education. 
Well, look, the pathway to third level is, is crucial, and it's crucial for this year's cohort as well. So we don't want to do anything that upsets that. And in fact, my proposal is founded on extra places being available at third level to reduce, but probably not eliminate, the competition for places at our universities to give people more of a chance. And I think that's really, really important. That's what we want to do. We've got to make sure that students progress. I mean, we education is the big opener. The leaving cert, clearly, when you're doing it, and I did it myself, I'm with stress to the eyeballs doing it, clearly at that time is the most important uh, thing on your mind. But there is a whole world ahead of you. I personally didn't get my first choice and it worked out fantastic. And people, the world is their oyster for this year's class. You have been through so much this year. The normal pressure and then the added ch- uh, challenges that you've faced uh, since March. And I think that in the future will be recognised as, as a heroic year, uh, as a year where the, the challenges were just unprecedented and you, got, you are getting through them and you will get through them. And it's up to us then as leaders uh, to recognise that and to assist that and to be as fair as possible. There is some indication that a final decision will be made next week regarding the fate of this year's Leaving Certificate so that students can finally draw a line in the sand over this ongoing headache. Well, as soon as possible, I think the, the government has to do it. I think the, a major flaw last week was when the government failed to put this in uh, to their roadmap. Uh, for the opening of society during the summer. I think that caused massive confusion. I think that that at this point now, uh, the discussions need to conclude and the Minister to State, in my view, uh, that a plan B, a fair plan B, is being put in place. The Leaving Cert predicament is proving difficult for this year's students and their teachers, but also the universities, ITs and colleges of further education who are due to be welcoming their freshman classes in this September. Cecilia Monroe is the President of Ballyferman College of Further Education. My main concern is around uh, when the leaving cert or alternative exam will be done, when the results will be in, and when we can commence our provision. So, to be fair to the Department of Education and the State Exams Commission, they have to come up with either running the leaving cert or a solution that maintains the integrity of the uh, qualification. And this is the challenge. So, as you know, the Leaving Cert is not geared for continual assessment at the moment. It's not geared for predictive marks. It's, it just doesn't work that way. And they have a huge challenge in either delivering on the Leaving Cert, as we know it in its traditional capacity, albeit with modifications around COVID-19, and whether they can do something else that will stand over the integrity of the qualification. And arising from that, I have concerns around a commencement date and a start date. I have concerns around the lasting effect that this will have on our very vulnerable young adults who have a lot of mental health issues and well-being issues at the moment. Mm. And the third thing I have a lot of concerns about is that if they use a predictive type of grading system, Uh, which there's a lot of conversation and a lot of noise and chatter around, will we be able to stand over those marks by virtue of quality? So all of those things are really concerning to um, a principal of any secondary school, but notwithstanding that someone who runs a, a large and diverse college of further education. Can you speak to me a little about, about, I suppose, your opinions on whether we need to refocus what the pathway to third level or higher education is like? So COVID-19, while it is a global pandemic it's, and it's serious and it's causing a lot of hardship 
death and illness to the citizens of Ireland. From an education point of view, there's a lot of very good um, workarounds being done in relation to how we do our business. And we need to harness these and turn them into something sustainable for the future. So that has to be acknowledged. We have teachers delivering classes remotely on using different platforms, such as Teams or Zoom, who perhaps would never have done that other than for COVID-19. Um, in fact, I, I've just spent two days working with the management team in Ballyfermot, trying to figure out how we can do our assessment processes remotely at the end of the year. And while it is during, just during the COVID-19 crisis, we have identified different aspects of the work we're doing now that we can bring into back into a face-to-face situation to make our situation, our, our working life a lot easier. However, when it comes to using technology for teaching and learning, um, COVID-19 has moved that into the focus of all educators in Ireland. It was always there. Technology enhanced learning was coming in using digital tools that was coming in. But we now have a total digital transformation of our educational system in Ireland. So our primary, post-primary, further education and training and higher education has now gone online. Mm. It's a seismic shift in the way in which we do our business. Now, that being said, it is working, it is happening, but it must happen in a sustained way. So when COVID-19 is over, we have to go back and revisit what we did, how we did it, what worked well, what didn't work, what we need to improve on, where we need to put our infrastructure. So, for example, the further education and training colleges were not able to avail of the digital grant that primary and post-primary schools got. We have um, a huge problem in digital funding in our further education and training centres. So if I go back to your question on social distancing, if we've only 10 in the class, it takes us longer to deliver the curriculum. Mm. If they can only come into college for one day a week, we have to be able to stimulate them and maintain their learning online. In order to do so, we have to provide teachers with the tools, we have to train the teachers, we have to have the infrastructure to run the network, we have to have the systems in place to store files that are GDPR compliant and the permissions in place. And then we have to work with the students in making sure that they have the tools um, you may or may not be aware of this, but we have some students working off of smartphones to do their work yeah. because they don't have the hardware, software or the broadband where they are. Now, that is usually challenging. And nationally, around 30 percent of students are not engaging because they can't engage. They can't engage at the moment because they don't have the technology or they family situation or their living situation is not conducive to doing work um, at home Mm. or they have well-being and mental health issues. And to take 30% of the cohort out of the educational landscape in any given year is a huge amount of people. So if you have, let's say, 60,000 people on average sitting the Leaving Cert every year, take 30% out of that, 20,000 of the students are not engaging. Now, I'm not saying they're not engaging Mm. in second level, but that's just to give you a lens into what we're seeing at the moment. 
One thing I'd like to ask you as well is that there's also been calls for more spaces to be opened up for students into third level starting from next year. Is that a feasible prospect, particularly in this climate around social distancing? I, I know the campus itself is quite limited to space and capacity. How would that work? Yes, it's a huge concern. So um, you're familiar with Ballyfermot College. You know that the corridors are narrow in some parts of the building. You know that we have a large student area where students hang out and congregate. You also know that in a classroom scenario, for example, do uh, modules like TV and film. If you're operating a camera, your technician has to be on your shoulder. You also know in the art building in animation or art, uh, teachers need the flexibility to lean in and around students and illustrate to them what's going on and how to do things. That is a huge concern. Um, if social distancing measures are to be followed, which we know they are, it could mean that instead of having 20 in a class, you deliver a class with 10 in a class. Mm. It could also mean that we have to provide PPE equipment for staff and for students and that we have to constantly clean and disinfect our buildings. Now, um, do you know, if you were to throw a bit of fun into this, if you can do that, a lot of people will say it's no harm that the buildings are cleaned and disinfected throughout the country, and I get that. But it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of managing, and it takes a lot of organisation. So I'll give you a very simple example. The, the timetable in Ballyferma College worked from 9 to 4 every day, sometimes 9 to 5. In order to facilitate classes of 10, for example, and I'm not saying the number is 10, just using that by way of example, we really need to extend our working day and, you know, have our classes from 9 to 9. So that poses problems for the opening of the building, the cleaning of the building. Uh, it increases utility costs. It has issues and concerns around the teaching contract and asking teachers to teach different hours, not for longer hours, mm. but different hours. And it has issues for students as well in relation to their home life. They could be carers, they could have children, they could be working part time. And there's a lot of permutations around there in the media. Uh, um, and it's been discussed in, you know, the Department of Education and in ETBs and in different higher education settings about what we will do. And there is no clear answer. That was it for episode 23 of Viral COVID-19. Thank you to BCFE's Cecilia Monroe and Fina Fall spokesperson on education, Thomas Byrne, for joining me today in the podcast. We will be back tomorrow with more news surrounding the COVID-19 outbreak here in Ireland. I'm Ian Doyle. I'll talk to you then. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.